Welcome to the life of a global desi. A podcast that connects like-minded desis all over the globe by conforming to stereotypes and breaking them. Introducing Life of a Global Desi interviews. Yes, we bring to you our conversations with remarkable global desis who are doing some truly cool things in life. The idea is to bring fresh perspectives, add diverse voices, and expand the global desi community. On to our episode now. Today's episode is about a major transition some desis choose to make in their life. After living in a foreign land for a few years, why do some desis decide to move back to India? The three guests today are well positioned to share their moving back to India stories. The first guest is Nikhil, also my life partner, who's lived and worked in Boston for 5 years. During this time, he got an MBA from Boston University, worked in IT services, although his true passions lay in the food and beverage industry. He eventually moved back to India to head the family business in wedding catering and event planning in Mumbai. Our second guest Sandeep Singh Rana, also known as Sandy, worked and lived across Southeast Asia and the down under, Singapore, Hong Kong, New Zealand, moved back to India's Silicon Valley in Bangalore and currently works for a fintech startup in microfinance and payments. He loves electronic music, funny TV shows and solving a good crossword puzzle. Our last guest Kunal also goes by Kaira worked and lived in the Midwest United States in Chicago more like the suburbs of Chicago but traveled across the breadth of the country on fun road trips with Nikhil and me most recently he moved back to India to live in Gurgaon to be with the love of his life his wife Kaira is a fitness enthusiast and has the lowest body fat percentage among us all so why wait let's jump right in Hello everyone. Super excited to have you all on this podcast and for the first time ever we are trying something new. We have three guests on this podcast and all three of them are super cool, super interesting and you'll all find out why. So, um I would like each of the guests to just say their name and say hi so you can recognize the voice of each of the guests and we can jump right in. So who wants to start? Hi, I'm Nikhil. Hi, this is Kunal. Hi, I'm Sandeep. Great. So you just heard Nikhil, Sandeep, and Kunal. Um, you might hear each of us reference Nikhil as Nick. Maybe Sandeep usually goes by Sandy, so you'll probably hear that. And Kunal might go by Kara. So awesome. Um, Let's jump right in and Aarti I believe you have an icebreaker yes, for us. Yes, I do. So um welcome you guys. Uh thank you. For those of you Hi Aarti. Hi. Hi. Yay. <laughs> so for those of you uh need more context here so uh Kunal Kunal Nikhil and uh Sandy are Archana's friends and so as I always mention it's super fun hanging out with Archana's friends. I have been They've been cracking me up for the past uh, the whole time we were trying to set this up but this is going to be uh, an icebreaker for all our listeners to get to know you guys. So here's the icebreaker question. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three people you want on your team? Any one of you can go first and try does not it, to pick the people on this podcast. Does it have to be uh like real people or can it be fictional characters as well? Uh. No, anyone yeah. could be fictional, dead or alive. Good question. Oh, okay. 
आई पिक सुपरमैन सुपरमैन अर्चना एंड आई डोंट नो अनदर सुपर हीरो ऑफ सम काइंड हु कैन सेव अस तीन हो गए ना यू अर्चना सुपरमैन नो मैटर व्हाट अच्छा निखिल स्टिल गेटिंग 100 पॉइंट्स सैंडी फॉर इंक्लूडिंग Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Arshna is on. No, I no no no. We're not that biased. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good, good, uh, good options, Nikhil. What else? Sandy and Kara. I we jinxed on the Superman bit. Mm-hmm. I think. Then. This is tricky, man. Just big quickie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kara can do it. I'm really. As you can see, there's a lot of thought happening. Because it's it's a very specific question. question. Like it's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I think I think. It's a zi- yeah. zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I think I just Very want uh, Donald Trump. Vladimir right hmm. uh, Putin <laughs> because that give me enough entertainment, and then I would I would want food, so I'd probably go for Gordon Ramsay. So I think those three, I think nice. I should be through whatever. Good thinking, bro. I mean, I'm assuming that I have supplies. Or not, I mean, <laughs> who's gonna get the food? It's I'm assuming that I have supplies. I plan for. interesting i mean yeah obviously not likely but hopefully a zombie apocalypse isn't likely either but uh, cool hopefully the listeners get to know each of you a little bit better so clearly we'll we'll like i think them. i know mine <laughs> i will have that magician who can create almost everything what is that magician david blade no he's nay, talking nay. about oh he's so fictional you got oh. it doctor strange <laughs> yes doctor strange he's not a magician <laughs> he's doc- a wizard He's a wizard, yeah. But then that's the option. I think he I doesn't even know his first option. Strange, rest he'll be able to put well up anything. <laughs> What is the first option? Okay, awesome. Looks like these guys are super superhero buffs, but also thinking through this and pr- possibly have thought through this before. No, no, I haven't. Okay. This was. Kunal yeah. has definitely thought through this before, but cool. Yeah, yeah. No, you haven't. This was on the on the fly. Very very impressive. Okay, uh, another question for the each for each of you. what makes you feel inspired what makes you feel truly inspired and close to your best self nikhil do you want to start with it i have a feeling that all of guys. them are thinking the same think. thing okay. like who inspires you i want more clarity on the question who inspires you inspires or like it can be anything okay. else so, also yeah what thing maybe Even i don't know yeah. like something that really inspires you right or who really inspires you or makes you feel okay i think really i can go close to your best self yeah No, Kerala answer would no. be. Uh, Sandy, you you focus no. on your answer. That's for Donald Trump. That's Donald for Trump. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, how long before he becomes starts becoming yeah. annoying? I, I mean, uh, for this question, I just say that nah, I've been always been fickle-minded. So, uh, I mean, anyone that I can associate with, any being, any feeling, or anything, an objective that I can associate with is something that will inspire me. Wow. <laughs> Generic number one. <laughs> I was going to say that something similar to Konal as well, uh, which was basically having a clear goal in mind or having a set target that you have to get to, is uh, something that will that is inspirational and something that you can aim towards. So, that that be my answer. Amazing, very beauty pageant answer. Love it. Next, <laughs> Sandy. Maybe they don't even have a beauty pageant answer. I'm inspired by the unity, the humankind, because of the coronavirus outbreak. That's good, <laughs> amazing. 
No, that's uh, good, good, good. You you win the Mr. Mr. Debonair competition, Mr. Universe competition, Debonair. But yeah, clearly neither like all three of you have tried to stay away from what really inspires you, but um, try to keep it super PC. But I think we all know what that is. Anywho, so the next question, the reason we're on this podcast is to hear all three of your experiences. Um, about a big transition that you've made in your life or decided to make in your life. Um, so let's jump right in. So the first question is, each of you have lived abroad um, outside of India. What was, what and when and why did you move out of India? Was that always the plan to live abroad or did it just happen by chance? Uh, so I, I think I was working in HSBC then. I was in Pune only with you guys and I think all of a sudden everybody was leaving and finding new jobs and that's when even I decided I'll leave HSBC and and then one of my friends, our classmate who was uh, living in Singapore, he he spoke to like the people around him and I got interviewed and then I moved to Singapore. So it was chance I think for me in that regard. Uh, got it. I think I've always been very experimental and this was another experience that I wanted in my life. And I thought that this was just happening, so I thought, why not take it? And the thing that I decided for myself was that I was not going through the student route because that was going to cost me a bomb. And I mean, I was not looking at the return on a f- return on ROI because, you know, I just wanted to go the safer route, which was just go as an employee. So that's why when I got the chance, I just decided to take it. Got it. Where did you go, Kera? Yeah, so where did you go, Kera? <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> Sandy said he went so to I, Singapore. I traveled to Chicago. I mean, that's been one. I've traveled. Uh, so nice. all my stamps on my passport are. Yeah. USA! <laughs> US! Yeah, so Kera's been. Uh, Kera's lived and worked in the Midwest, um, which obviously you've heard in the introduction as well. But uh, sounds like you decided to go through your company primarily because you didn't want to make the absolutely right, right bomb of an investment of going as a student um so so your company sent you right. and, and that's how you lived in chicago awesome what about you nikhil uh so yeah i've always wanted to go and live abroad uh and in 2013 i moved to boston to get an mba uh from bu uh so i lived in boston uh, studied in studied in school for two years and then worked in uh, worked in boston for another couple of years in id consulting and I've been back since uh, 2018. To all three of you, uh, what part of the opportunity about moving abroad or moving out of India was appealing to you and why? Uh, I can start this. Uh, so for me, it was pretty much about uh, the MBA. Uh, just wanted to go abroad and study there and experience the culture there and get an education as well. So uh, living abroad for me primarily at that point in time was to uh, go to school there. Yeah, for me, uh, I think rather than me experiencing anything because I kind of expected what I should expect, I kind of wanted them to experience an Indian, an Indian that they never ex- experienced before. So, I, mean, I, I, I wanted to change their perspective on how Indians can be. And I mean, that was my agenda throughout my stay in the US. Yeah, Because we've been as, as individuals that we are not, right? So C- Could you give us an example? I don't know. We, I think they they believe that we are far too subtle and and they, and that we are far too religious and that's not how we are, right? Most some of so us cannot be So you wanted to show the base. U.S. 
right. you wanted to show them the believing that true yeah. or like right. stereotypes. And when and when an Indian goes there and knows more songs than those guys do, because for example from the seventies and eighties, then they understand and they're offering you to get to the trivia nights. Then you kind of understand that yes, you've learned their culture better than. Amazing. Hmm. <laughs> Right. So you moved to the US to school the Americans. I love it. Love it, Kara. <laughs> that was the most appealing. Awesome, Sandy. What appealed you about uh, appeal to you about Singapore? I didn't. I mean, I got a chance just to move there to work. So for me, I didn't have like that sort of a choice. Like I wasn't really making a choice. I got it, so I just went there. So it was very simple for me, and I got the decision. Plus, you always have the conversion ratio, right? That motivates you way more. <laughs> Amazing, the the ever favorable exchange. I mean, the primary reason I think for everybody. Yeah. yeah, you cannot doubt that. Yeah. Yeah, it was better, yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's another thing that I would want to add to that. I think just the way the society looks at you, right? I mean, if you have traveled abroad, if you haven't stayed outside, I mean, then they look at you as someone who hasn't really made it in life. I mean, the moment you do, and the moment you choose to come back to India on your own terms. then you are a different person so i mean that uh, i mean that travel that you make in time within those two years is something that you cannot make in a lifetime without having made that move so yeah i absolutely love it i love how frank kara is and and really is calling out the elephant in the room about you know why people move abroad and clearly the two years <laughs> that he's been having have been kicking in and there are no inhibitions at that. all yeah, that is literally what so we candid. want on this podcast and uh, you Fab. actually kind of hit the nail hit the hammer on the nail there like with that one and it's like one of those unsaid underlying factors people who do, who do come back from abroad are um are like viewed differently i guess but depends on which circles in certain circles yes people are revered in certain other circles it's just like you see as oh just another foreign return person yeah nri nri ha huh. in in our circle <laughs> and then your case the is taken one. badly <laughs> yeah because anyone you meet yeah anyone you meet most likely is that's because we do know a lot of people who've been abroad and like who've been abroad basically so if that's the qualifying uh, argument true. for this that's true so while you guys were abroad um where you were living abroad what surprised you the most about these places like what stood out to you about their culture maybe or just their daily life what was different and uh, what was something that you particularly did not enjoy about living abroad uh i mean one thing uh, that was uh, quite clear from the beginning was uh, americans i mean they're very polite uh, to your face and they're very warm uh but uh, having personal uh, friendships with them is uh, is challenging i would say it's culturally very different uh i mean they have a very strict schedule of what they're going to do when and to meet someone or to hang out with someone you got to make plans like two or three days in advance uh so that was i guess was very different from what we'd experienced in india because uh, if you want to just go meet someone <laughs> or hang out with someone you just like walk through their mm-hmm. front door so which was uh, very different about america why do you think that is uh, which was also i mean i guess it's it's culturally mm-hmm. culturally like that that's how that's how people are that's how people are raised and etc i mean you can tell that from uh, family relationships that you have with they have with their parents and everything it's it's they're a little more distant they're not as like uh, socially uh, i mean they're just different uh, culturally mm-hmm. i guess between indians and americans 
forgotten. For me, I think the biggest shock was the cleanliness because I'm I'm totally talking in terms of Singapore, mm-hmm. so it was like really awesome. Everything was just super clean, like at a different level altogether. The that's the. Were only you surprised by it though? Like I mean, haven't we? Like we've all watched movies where we've seen like foreign locations and all of that. Were you surprised by just the level of cleanliness or like that it is really that clean? Like what surprised you? No, so like other places, generally you see you have pockets of cleanliness. So you'll have like that beach may one area which is clean, but here the thing is that everything is clean. So even when you are going to like maybe a poorer sector of the city, mm-hmm. even that is as clean. So yeah, I mean in that regard, and the other things I think which also amazed me a lot was the number of cultures that were there in Singapore because in itself like in just in southeast asia you have all these you know malay indonesian filipino lao cambodian so the you cover the whole of southeast asia on top of that you'll add the goras so mm. you'll have you have the french like there's a huge settlement then you have americans british everybody so it's like it was it was superly cosmopolitan so truly so, a melting pot like i mean people describe the us as a melting pot like but you would say maybe not all of the us the maybe like hubs like new york or any major city yeah. yeah so yeah. E- because it at the end of it all the bigger cities right mm. true like anywhere like even london i mean all of those cities are gently like full of people from every country so you were surprised by just the variety of the like just the cosmopolitan yeah. nature and just diversity and just how clean everything was and it looks like you particularly enjoyed the cleanliness part or was there something else and i mean it was see because even if we've like lived in bombay or delhi like and pune also so that's also pretty cosmopolitan but then this thing gets even further elevated right because we as indians in itself we see cultures we like gujarati maharashtrian punjabi the whole of south that's cosmo and then you elevate that level because you have all these indians who are also there and on top of that now you've added the whole world culture so like it just uh, i mean it was quite amazing oh, yeah. i thought Uh Kara what surprised you about living in the US and the Midwest? Uh something that surprised me was I think the sheer variety. I mean the number of beers that I could drink, the number of trips that I could make to the grocery <laughs> stores and yeah the number of trips I could make to oh, the yeah, grocery store. Craft beer, man. Still looking at the different kind of apples that they had. I mean in India we don't really have as many choices but yeah I did enjoy that and I mean my marital status doesn't allow me to kind of enjoy the other variety but yeah right now but there there is a lot that there is that offer uh I wasn't there yeah, but <laughs> yeah but you were married back I then I did so later on but yeah I'm that's sure you experienced I mean, yeah. the variety there yeah. right yeah the, but there's the share the variety yeah decipher whatever yeah. they want to from the variety yeah, right. of Apples so yeah uh, that was the thing that surprised yeah. me and I mean the other thing that I was looking forward to was just the num- the variety in cars as well because you see all those different kind of cars that you probably don't see in india as much so <laughs> did the cold surprise you the cold in chicago but, did but you're already pahadi so <laughs> yeah but it didn't really yes, help i was really sh- yeah the way we assess weather in india is we look outside but, we look outside our window but nothing and compared to what you can see in day. chicago like a sunny outside summer day and i tried the same thing the same Uh, I think the same barometer in Chicago as well. When I thought it is sunny outside, let's try this. So I was froze your nipples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. So <laughs> yeah, Chicago. Yeah, I was a windy. yeah. I had a frostbite across. Oh, I mean, uh, almost. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. That that was another surprise that you've got to look at your phone 
and the weather to really know whether it's cold or not the sun doesn't really help cool uh so, nikhil you you mentioned like what what you mentioned as your response seemed like something you didn't particularly enjoy is there something that surprised you that you would like to add to uh something that surprised me yeah i guess the just the number of people there like uh, there's just so few people everywhere or the lack of it yeah uh yeah just the the lack of people right yeah so that that did surprise me uh despite being in boston i mean you would uh, go to some parts of the city and uh you won't find any people on the streets at 6:00 in the evening so yeah that that was surprising yeah i mean a lot of nations abroad can be sparsely populated especially when you come from a nation 1.3 billion in singapore hmm. i think that's only the united states i never felt that even a bit in singapore though it was just bustly yeah. Yeah. Delivered delivered. Delivered. No, singapore is very very heavily densely populated yeah. so unlike uh, america it's a city it has about 5 yeah. to 6 million people yeah, i'm guessing country so sandy and kunal is there something that you did not particularly enjoy about um the places that you were living in uh, i think the, in singapore at least i can say that you know it's just uh, while it's clean i think get maintaining clean has a big cost which is that you need to be super strict so at the back of your head mm. you always have <laughs> i mean it's like this like if you like people my friend uh, who got fined like some 200 dollars for i mean he was smo- i mean he was chewing gum not chewing gum but like a cigarette butt but was i was his friend like oh, you <laughs> no just <laughs> no no he's another of our friends you mean speech. my friend <laughs> i don't I, i mean at least i don't get i know this shit like i would never pay 200 bucks or at least get fined like that and that's it's okay i think yeah I, that's I, extreme I, though yeah. Do, does that deter people do you think so obviously it, it works with you but people. do you think it helps enforcing such strict rules What? and do you think it would like you know work in india <laughs> i think it's needed also no because you also have a very big asian population that does not come from developed culture so like i mean even indians as are, like we people we will throw things around on an average everybody just throws things around but when you move to let's say a developed country the first thing that you pick up is Uh, automatically the cleanliness the, i don't think that's out of because you've just learned it all of a sudden it's just that when we go there we just adapt ourselves very quickly no more than the adapt uh, adapt part i think what you said earlier was right i mean that is a deterrent right i mean so the only deterrent is enforcement uh, i mean it will work in india too if you start finding each and every one who litters on the streets people will stop littering right uh, it's the same with road rules or anything there's no enforcement in india while there abroad it is enforced more strictly i especially in singapore i have heard stories of people like getting fined of like just for chewing gum yeah so yeah it works yeah it works i didn't say it doesn't work i'm just saying that at the back of your head you have this because you don't even know if you can just bribe the thulla for like to uh, like no it's, yeah, it's, it's fear. fear right it's it's fear yes. fear is a deterrent so if it's being enforced ha so that's coming back to our each and i mean arthi's question i'm saying that 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 things always at the back of your head because mm-hmm. a you don't even know the country that well i mean the thing is i think you don't know how to get around because you absolutely have no ways around it like in that's what i'm saying in india if you get a cop or something you know that at the end of it it's not going to cross yeah. like a thousand bucks but here the thing <laughs> is you don't know the outcome and you <laughs> so you you don't act yourself and if you have that sort of something like somewhere like yeah i mean you i did i think yeah, it I just think, takes time yeah i think it comes with the territory of just being an outsider 
in a new environment right you don't know what the rules are i mean you know the rules on paper but you don't know what the back doors are what the loopholes are unlike in india where we all know what is the real rule and that's why you see na most people will start putting jhandas in their house okay <laughs> what does that mean like why because you are basically signifying yourself as a community so what you start doing is like whenever people go abroad mm. they start putting these flags okay that's because of that country of, right I no mean, no Indian not that country you of your own country yeah. also which you would never oh, do in india oh, really okay so hmm, so like people i don't know if it was there or not but i i, I mean saw, in the us people just put you american flags even if they're indian homes I mean, they're American. Yeah, I don't think uh, people never do. in America ever put Indian put flags. Flags of their own country. No, inside the house. Yeah. Haven't you seen the gentle the whole? <laughs> inside the house, it's possible. Yeah, Even possible. I have a small flag inside my house. So <laughs> the one that you get on the roadside. No, yeah, I mean, for me, I, what I, I thought was that. that you get a little yeah. extra patriotic. Oh, like, I don't know if that happened. I guess that's that's just you. You've gone farther away from home, and you miss like family, friends, and I guess your country as a whole. So I guess it. it manifests itself in in that way of you like showing patriotism like i have cousins in america who've lived there all their life and at times i feel that they're more in touch with indian culture than i am sure uh so i guess you just hold on to things more uh more when you move away from home so kunal coming back to the topic what what is what is something in particular that you did not enjoy I think just because there are open spaces in the US I mean everything uh, in the US even I mean in terms of friends there was always a distance I mean to the point that Nikhil was trying to make I mean no matter how well do you know them I did have a good group of friends as well uh, but you know eventually at the end of the day it was never as thick as how Indians get along with each other I mean uh, I mean I kind of always felt that uh, there was this sense of uh you know by bifurcation I used to also make speaking hindi yeah. oh. what is a speaking hindi because so what what is happening so is how are you missing um, that you I mean there were different different kind <laughs> no but generally you have to speak to like the chinese also right <laughs> like the singapore and china everybody speaks in that weird kind of english so like with each person you have a different accent also and sure. what happens is then you will actually look for people who speak decent hindi and then you want to converse with them like i mean you, i used to feel so that I, I yeah, I, yeah that's cute no that's super cute yeah. so i think that was the surprising bit about Sorry. The, i don't know i didn't really feel i don't i didn't really feel like i missed but you hindi. you only speak angrezi na you don't really speak hindi also yeah. you don't enjoy <laughs> it as a language you're pseudo fran so that you don't that's, that's really not true and i, I even sandy he lived with lived with an indian roommate uh, again a roommate like who he knew from a long time uh, so i i don't know why he missed speaking hindi so much we we spoke often <laughs> and No, Gosh. so because in general, also in India, they, I mean, you have two, three kinds of friends, right? The ones who are English speaking and the ones who generally would yeah, you like can also Nikhil have a chat with them Nikhil. in Hindi. <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah, with you it's like no, that. No, but I completely agree uh, with all the points that were made. I think uh, having to make play dates and not being able to take the kind of liberties that you can with. your indian friends is something that i definitely miss living abroad and also this whole idea about you know speaking in hindi i was never very into bollywood or even into um may say like speak depends on 
which friends group I was hanging out with, but when I was in India, like all that came screaming back to me. I felt extra Indian at heart. I watched way too many Bollywood movies, and part of it must uh, might also be like Archana's influence, because uh, briefly we were living <laughs> together in San Francisco for a while. But yeah, <laughs> I I hear you. Yeah, Great points. For I have a question for you guys. Has it ever happened Do that? Like you've been sitting out with a different nationality of people, and then uh. you also have one person who speaks Hindi, and you don't want the whole group to know, and you've conversed it like that in Hindi. Yeah, of course that happens all the time. Like that happens in India as well. Uh, like if I'm that sitting with someone in, well. in a group, and I know someone who can speak Tamil, and I can speak Tamil, so I would like if I want to pass a snide remark, I can always do it. So when did this happen? <laughs> that you have chosen Tamil well, over yeah, we don't have, no. like if I'm, around around family, if I'm sitting with my family outside somewhere and we want to say something about someone else we oh, would yeah, say it in true. Tamil right Oh, right, right. So that happens all the time. Yeah, even Nikhil and I, when we'd be on the subway or somewhere yeah, at the airport. Yeah, and especially if we wanted to talk about other people, know me and Arjuna would speak in Hindi. So yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> I think that gives us a really good insight into your life abroad and just the experiences all three of you have had, right? And since then, all three of you have decided consciously to move back to India, right? Why did you decide to move back to India and what were the first few days back home like? Yeah, I can go first. <laughs> uh so uh, like like I said earlier, I moved back to uh, India in early 2018, so it's been about 2 years since I've uh, been back. uh and i moved back to uh run my family business which is uh it's a we own a catering company uh, specializing in uh, south indian cuisines uh so the plan when i left itself was to always come back uh, but i preponed my plans due to some personal reasons and moved back to run the company so that's what i do now uh, i own and operate a south indian catering company in bombay and what were the first few days in india like when you got back uh the first few days uh i mean it, it was a little rough uh i mean having uh, visit uh, <laughs> having having come back to india often when i was living in the us so i used to come back every year uh so like always like the first driving for the first one hour is always a challenge uh do you remember when you moved back and once when i was driving and i was honking and you were like uh, why are you honking like a crazy person and then exactly it took you 10 days to go go to the same level uh, not 10 days i would say it was sooner i i get frustrated even now because i i've driven a lot in america uh, i think it was 10 days the number of days, days is uh, to be yeah so coming yeah it it is it is like hard driving uh, in india that that i think for me was the biggest challenge because i used to drive a lot there and i drive a lot here for work now as well because when luckily when he moved back we me and him we used to live like hardly what 400 500 meters away so uh, it was very easy for us to like meet also and then we could get yeah so sandy uh, the fact that he lived close and we used to hang out often was uh, he could tell that uh, i was annoyed with a lot of things that were very particular to india uh, the other thing is the people uh, like All that, this happened to me as soon as we landed and archana knows this i uh, know archana knows this standing in line at an airport there was this fat <laughs> uncle behind me who every every step i took he would jut his stomach into my back like i would like take a, a take a step in front move a foot away from him 
but he would still that's why i have the trick now that's why i have the trick now that i put the <laughs> that i put the that my handbag no, i put it so, so peche behind yeah, me yeah so you learn so these tricks once you've been here for yeah. a while right so like yeah. yeah standing in line line etiquette general civic sense of people is 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 a challenge uh, that uh, you have to get used to when you move back uh, especially having lived abroad for a prolonged period of time uh but yeah you get used to it having grown up here having lived 20 25 years of my life here it's it's back to normal i guess i moved back because uh because our company was acquired and then they basically <laughs> so it was not entirely voluntary for us back <laughs> like lady guys like, bye yeah. bye so like how it wasn't voluntary that i go there i think it wasn't like uh, voluntary and then i came back uh, so the nice. first i think i took like a 3 months break and uh, and i stayed uh, with my parents in uh, pathan court and i think uh, about like a month in delhi uh, with my brother who was at that time in in delhi and and then yeah then i started working for a startup in bombay so for me i think uh, it was really cool because all of a sudden i i mean uh, like uh, everybody was talking about earlier that when you are coming back from like a foreign country all of a sudden there is just some uh, halo around you i mean generally bhav that Stuck people will start giving you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you barely went yeah. to singapore so i don't think you will give me any bhav that's real what barely i went there for four years no or not i guess it means that singapore is not too far from india yeah, and not too and it's south and it's southeast asia it's not a mm. white country but So that's but I've lived in other countries okay. also. Hello, Singapore's education I, system is ten about, times no, better than that of the bhao, United I'm States. I'm talking about the bhav that people give you. If you move to a white country and come back, there is more bhav than if you move to Singapore and come back. Agree. That's what totally. Sandy said. I guess yeah, that's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think wow. it would be US, UK, Canada, and then everything else. <laughs> No, no I'm saying it's in US. Of it's US. It's pretty high on that list. And it's US because it's it's not it's also because the sure. I mean the return is the max when you go to the US, right? It has economic reason behind it. I mean the cheapest cost. Of, I mean the yeah, cost of living is highly low. You get the paid the most. The world, right? the US so in that regard, it's it, definitely the most. It depends on where you live yeah, in America. The cost of living. Uh, if you live on the East Coast, it's it's quite high. I'm just saying. Even on the West Coast. Even if yeah, you're there, okay. you yeah. can afford a car. You can afford a car way, way cheaper than any other country. Yeah, because people. And if you compare that to Singapore, cars, you'll right. be crazy because there you have to just Those pay just to get the car. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think so. So, Sandy, what were the first few days like? So you saw, you thought that people saw you from a, in a different light. Road, road, road. For me, I the thing is that I, the thing is, see, I went and lived with my parents for a bit. So, uh, like, in Punjab for some time. So then, for me, it was like a holiday in the beginning. To be honest. because even when i was coming from there and coming living hmm. i mean for holidaying it would be there and then what happened is that i moved out of there and i moved to bombay so i for me bombay is like really cool yeah in a lot of regard the work ethic i think is very similar to sim, uh, uh, singapore it's very fast so people actually it's work it's a sweatshop it is so so the speed is there <laughs> then on top of that Interesting. So you didn't really it's, put. It's it sounds cool. like you psyched yourself back to just India pretty soon, right? I mean, it didn't seem like you had any major adjustment issues that even you visibly noticed. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was not that big a like like it took me ten days, same <laughs> as Raju. I was also honking at everybody. Unfortunate, but okay. Kera. <laughs> for me, I mean, I realized that 
my I mean the most excited time exciting times were my trips to India. So I kind of realized that I wanted to live the exciting times throughout a lifetime. So I wanted to be in India because you know when if you're excited about your India trip, so it makes sense to be in India. And the Mister Podcast Award. No, and, and, and then and then I was also to get married, and I I didn't Aww. want to be in an environment where wherein wherein uh, I mean obviously there are a lot of uncertainties that always delve around you, but. If you can be the genesis of your own uncertainties, I mean that's the best situation to be in. And while I was abroad, I mean that wasn't clearly the case because my likelihood of staying there wasn't determined by me by by someone else by the regulatory authorities. So I didn't want to really be in that situation either. So I decided that I move back to my own country. So it was quite easy for me. And I mean moving back to India, I mean wasn't a challenge at all to be honest with you because I always kind of understood where I was going back to because that's the place where I've been born. It is just recalibrating our expectations. I had an awesome time while I was in the U.S. because I knew what to expect and how to live and get by. I mean, That's and getting true, back to India was a cakewalk as well because you know, then you get back to a system that you know even better. So I thought that I love that. Oh, wow, <laughs> this is much much better. That's so true, and I totally resonate with that. Um, I I feel I felt the same way. Like in in the middle, like right before I moved to Colombia, uh, I was in India for the past four months as well. uh move back from the US and it was so similar for me i i was so excited to be back and the hustle bustle and even driving like everything seemed like super fun <laughs> i feel like even honking in itself is a language in itself and so just like speaking in that language and just the chaos i just loved the streets and the colors and the bustle so yeah totally embraced india when i was back yeah man so when i moved to bombay The best thing that happened to me was like where I used to live, right niche. There was this UP wala guy who used to make Aww. such amazing samosas. Oh, me and Raju used was. to have that. Mm. And the chai. <laughs> like he, it was just so crazy. And the chai, yeah, like sugar, cold sugar, back for chai. and amazing. So Kunal moved back samosa. to India for love, and and <laughs> looks like it turned out well. That's very sweet. Yeah. That's the summary. Yeah, that's the that's the true reason. <laughs> Hyperbole around the, identity and around I'm a true Indian. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> Swadesh. Uh, I, I kind know. of realized that I could live anywhere in the world. As long as I had my lady but, love. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, and 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 India is always fun with the domestic help, you know. Oh, dude, the real reason. Even if in the US, the night you're doing oh, yeah. your own dishes, you kind of realize that. No, but I had a maid in Singapore. So it's better you stay in a place wherein you can get that help. Oh, Sorry. but but I mean, yeah, Sandy had house help in Singapore, which I found so bizarre because in the US. That's why Singapore that's... isn't isn't shouldn't be. <laughs> no, Singapore labor cheap US. compared to yeah, compared to America. Yeah, com- so of course, na. So everyone has like, almost not everyone. everyone, I guess, if you're like. But I'm guessing even all like jo Mexico ke pas the places, a lot of these people. What do you mean by that? Even like US Mexican, is Mexico, but they're adjacent. They must be getting so, like some help from Mexico, American. don't you? Like I'm just more curious. I mean, there are a lot of immigrant laborers who do work in the country. No, as house uh, help. Like, Let's say if you're a second generation Mexican living in the America, who's an American now. So if he still has contacts, but immigrant like like getting him getting, getting them somebody from your country to the US I'm, is a crazy thing. You can't just tell. No, you can't tell. 
even in singapore it's very crazy na but singapore has this law in which you basically are allowed one house Listen, help that you can get from that's your that's the whole reason country. this this us so, consulate lady yeah, this foreign huh, service lady couple, US yes. got into major trouble because she got house help from india okay on some random diplomatic passport so that's absolutely not okay oh. in the us like people don't really do that oh she was in new york that was yeah, such that was a, such a big thing no so here the thing is they ha- i mean there even there even there they had a law na so maybe that's why it was like because you could get one person and then you have to pay like no no you have to pay their uh, flight tickets also once they have like and you have to pay them a minimum amount of salary yeah but isn't that so expensive i don't think you had a maid like that no no you ours was different ours was we used to pay her 800 dollars a month like split between right. two people so, so right so it's only people who are of a certain level and can afford to pay those uh, fees and everything like that which is what i'm saying almost person every person is okay i don't Because know how politically for, correct how, this how conversation like is for us people for us people people like health. us yeah No, yeah, no, no. this definitely going to be edited out a little bit. Talk about, uh, I don't know, house help and maids, and let's not do that. But she used to make it to her credit. She made her like, the greatest egg curry, man. <laughs> <laughs> she was amazing. from Andhra. <laughs> I know we did see a lot of that on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> and I, I have, we have house help here as well, and uh, just hmm. like a super close to her. She is such a sweetheart. She, she used to do my bed, and every time she used to. I mean I say used to because she stopped coming because of corona but every time she used to do my bed she would do something different like she just put in so much of her heart into it like, like in hotels yeah like something different as in my one time my sheet would be this way the other time my pillows would be arranged differently and like just so much love and every time I'd say Sati? here yeah. in oh, colombia okay. yeah and she's so sweet she's living the life guys But in the meantime <laughs> i do my own bed in the us what are the three things you miss about living abroad and what about living in india makes up for that life abroad or those three things abroad the first thing obviously is the sheer variety i mean the thing that i miss about the us uh is open spaces and smaller queues um uh, so you de- definitely have lesser wait time The thing that kind of makes up in India is the places might be more confined, but it's with more familiar people. I mean, so I don't mind that. I mean, uh, food. I mean, we have lesser variety, but you know, the food's the best here because the same chicken when marinated in India. I mean, the kebabs, whatever, kind of taste That's far true. better. I mean, I've never been able. Hundred percent. I I don't say that I've had the food at the best restaurants, but at decently good restaurants in the US as well. But they never matched up to. the street food even in delhi i mean so yeah it's because of all the antibiotics that are pumped in right i mean chicken. and the chicken itself i mean it's never it, yeah. it never is as it know, doesn't taste like chicken yeah it doesn't yeah it's all gmo it's i mean all GMO, yeah. right? so it didn't ever taste like that so the food and the family i mean and i mean and plus the friendly cops i mean because you are <laughs> scared of them so you know driving around <laughs> in whatever state you are in. yeah i mean it's, it's fun of fun yeah activities so it's fun it's fun being back there. so the thing uh, things i w- i miss about the us is uh, is the driving for sure uh, the roads especially i mean not the driving per se but just the open roads and how fast you can drive and how easy it is to drive uh, secondly would be the food 
uh, I do miss uh, eating some some of the meats uh, in America. Uh, it's also all different kinds. Bring them meats. All the different <laughs> kinds of like world cuisines are available mm-hmm. in India. Com- uh, com- are available in the US as compared to India. Agreed. Uh, like when we were living in Boston, I had this Cambodian place that I really liked, and I haven't been able to find El Salvadoran. Yeah, El Salvadoran as well as Cambodian. Uh, the curry pickled fish. Uh, oh right, so right, right. I haven't. Oh, I wasn't a big fan I of haven't that. <laughs> uh, found Cambodian food in India at all. Uh, and Bangalore. The third thing is. True, uh, uh, the third thing is like like Era said is the open spaces. Like you could drive a few miles and find like an empty wooded area or a park and just walk about. That's really hard to do in India. Uh, things that make up for it in India. Babe, I was hoping you'd say me also. The number of three things I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I do miss you, but it's not something about the country that I miss. Uh, Always hundred points. That's true. I'm still uh, Indian. So <laughs> 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 yeah, this this Archana was fishing. This was a spoon-fed. Oh so, uh, yeah, a spoon-fed answer. <laughs> answer. Uh, so things that okay. make up for it. What makes up uh, for it in India is is the food in India. Uh, so I love street food. I love all the chaat and all all the street food and all the dhabas mm-hmm. and everything. So that was something I missed in the Word. US, and I enjoy eating that in India. Uh, the other thing I would say is is just the people. Like like I said, culturally, it's uh, it's I guess it's more closer to like what I would like uh, like it to be like, where people can like uh, meet each other and greet each other informally rather than being have a like a formal transactional. Uh, thing behind it mm-hmm. uh, yeah and the third thing is just the help that you can get around the house uh, like when we lived in the US you did pretty much everything yourself washed your clothes did the dishes everything so now you don't pretty much you don't have to lift a finger if you don't have don't want to uh, so yeah that's definitely something that makes up for it just the l- lifestyle that you have here is is uh, different than abroad for me I think uh, the first thing would be the walking I used to do almost I would average about 10,000 steps a day in Singapore mm. while when I was living there. That's interesting. Because also it was very expensive to like cab it or I mean you would take public transport but then I think you still end up walking like quite a lot. So in that regard I think it was just awesome. I actually missed the food that was there because the food was just very good. And you, like I said, you had like a lot of variety every time. You could eat like from eight, nine cuisines. And the thing is there, Thai food is just Thai food. So you don't have to like go to a restaurant to eat Thai food. So, and I can eat it for almost every meal. So I used to love that a lot. Hmm. And the thing was that, what do I have to say? What is the second part of the question? What about India? What about living in India makes up makes for that? Makes up for that, okay. I mean, it's uh, it's the same, no? Nah? You can't say food again now. <laughs> what makes up bai, yeah? Maids, I think. But you had a bai in Singapore. <laughs> but I had a bai, exactly. So I don't That's think true. so. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, either place is okay, to be honest. Yeah, has restored to his default option, so it's fine. You've been back for a while now and looks like you're all well adjusted and in the groove, back in the groove. Um, are there days you regret the decision of moving back to India? Um, if yes, uh, what do you tell yourself when you fall into this trap sometimes? Yeah, I mean, it obviously does happen, right? Uh, if you're having a hard day or 
just things are getting to you you always feel like the decision every decision you made in your life is <laughs> is the wrong one uh, and also at times when when i do miss archana who still lives in the us so that's again sometimes i would wish that thousand points i was still back there uh, but i mean uh, see we i i made a conscious decision and all of us have made a conscious decision to come except back for sandy uh, <laughs> not me i don't think this question is applicable <laughs> except for sandy yeah. he's always had the short hand of the stick <laughs> Oh, let's not say that. I don't know the meaning to that. Otherwise, I would have really said something. <laughs> the full, very, very phrases. Kerala man, super erudite okay. on this podcast, huh? I love it. I know. <laughs> notes, meeting notes, <laughs> pre-meeting okay, notes. When I get, I let Nikhil finish his point. Um, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, what do you tell yourself when things get bad? It's pretty much. What you don't tell you anything to yourself. You, I know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, but you might you, still want yeah, to. Yeah, you might still be like there must be yeah. if you want to. I have actually like, I don't have like quite to, to be honest, I that's what I'm saying. As of now, I think I'm in a good space in India and right now I don't think I will make a conscious effort towards go there. Seems like the most content person on this podcast, man. I love it. I think for me, um content. If I've regretted if I've acted the same way that corresponded to my reaction. I mean, which is, if someone else was honking around me, I probably act the same way. You know, you gotta just be a part of that culture to enjoy and embrace that. And I mean, if you start doing that, then you start feeling a part, start associating yourself better. And I mean, I kind of felt that helped me. Uh, I already knew what to expect, so meeting notes. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't. I didn't. Nothing really surprised me. I mean. <laughs> nothing really good yeah uh, but one thing i tell you the one thing that frustrates me right now in india is that things that are classified as essentials in the us are not classified as essentials yeah man that is so, so... i think that's for example he's talking about extremely rib- liberal states like, like san francisco <laughs> yeah i mean yeah uh, yeah since Cigarettes? i'm thinking about like the point yeah like alcohol even alcohol like for that matter no yeah. booze no yeah booze. alcohol i mean oh. that's, that's ah okay one thing i hated right? now i remember yeah. dry day Yeah. I had totally forgotten what a dry day was. Yeah, now I'm and then <laughs> one day I <laughs> move. So then so you the coolest thing and the coolest thing happened that this so one guy in my team he had made this app like not an app like a website which basically was like a dry day. Uh, Locator. I mean, Calendar. it sends you a message. Huh? It sends you a message like a day or two before. That a reminder that dry day is coming, so you can stop. Yeah, that's up. why we have WhatsApp for it. You don't need a website. <laughs> yeah. How do you know? I tell you. No, but people don't Bangalore, remember. If you are in Bangalore, <laughs> if you are, yeah, but, yeah, that's right. Someone in India has to, to be on top of if, it enough. If you are in Bangalore, you gotta have the app. If you are in NCA, then you've gotta get a car to go to Gurgaon because you know. Oh yeah, the millennials because Gurgaon it's available, available. Oh yeah, yeah then it's the next good one. I remember, I remember one good thing. I don't know the two sources of revenue, so yeah. they never cut it off. 
and yeah, so the no, black no, market, the thing is, we are also very familiar with the black market in India. Yeah. So that was one Haryana, good thing. How do you get it? No, there is always a shop in Delhi. Nahi hoga na? Friday anyway. Except Gandhi Jayanti and a couple of other festivals like Republic. Yeah, Gandhi Jayanti is a national holiday, over, so yeah. it's a dry day. Yeah. So, but I'm sure it's fifteenth August. On. Yeah, except fifteenth August, twenty uh, sixth January. You can get alcohol whenever you want in Gurgaon, so it's never a problem. Twenty sixth January. Yeah, and we have the Fauji Jugad, so it's really not. Oh very yeah, hard to get another thing I really yeah. uh, forgot and to I mention: think... all of these, all everyone on this podcast is an army brat, and of course, is also Fauji. So. <laughs> yeah, and I think that one one word that truly defines India is Jugad. Jugad. So I've, yeah. as long as you have connections, I mean, you can always get to buy whatever you want wherever you want. So. Fair enough. Yeah, I used to hate that in because all the Chinese uncles are like totally different, the like pole to pole opposites of the Indians. What do you mean? So if you. <laughs> Like even the smallest thing, like which you will just generally request, like let's say, ki mujhe ek extra plate de do, ya do something or divide. So let's say if I've ordered a dish and I want to, I don't want to eat too much, and I'm saying uh, that okay, let's split the dish. And then he's like, no, 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 highly standardized. Like, it's a direct mm. no. But that's just yeah. also a lot of nations so those, abroad. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean that. I, I, I should find that with, irritating, that's like the Chinese so much. culturally as well. Don't you? Ashra, yeah, don't cal- you remember that time in Spain where we went to that Chinese restaurant and. That that lady would refuse to do anything that we wanted. Oh yeah. And then she came running up, and then she came running after us to get the bottle back. Oh yeah, that was so bizarre. Like the water, like the, <laughs> the water, water bottle. bottle. I just picked it up we by mistake, and I was walking. Up. Yeah, we paid for a water bottle. Yeah. It was like a glass bottle or something, I think. Yeah, it was a glass. And bottle. then I was walking. But that's how you get water in Spain, right? Yeah, you don't have so any plastic. There's a lot of glass bottles. So this lady, she literally ran behind right. me for a half a mile to be like, "Hey, can I have that bottle back?" I'm like, "Go for it." <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think that's just a cultural thing. So, alright, you guys. Arthi, smokes you were cheaper, way cheaper. <laughs> Sandy's just going on in a rant now. When it come back. What's way way cheaper? <laughs> you should have thought of smokes, all this when cigarettes. they asked you the smokes. question, not at the but end. Now it's, it's coming to my head. Now, nah? now it's coming to my head. I'm just trying all to. Alright, you guys. Podcast. So, yes, yes, we are. Everyone gets equal talk time. No, just kidding. Um, um, Arthi gets the most. Okay. I thought you guys are back. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who's contemplating moving back to India, and uh, what's the most common reason that you think people will regret their decisions? I mean, I guess that's something that's also personal, but yeah. just what advice would you have for someone who's moving? Back I don't know to about India? the regretting the decision part. I guess that's to each and every person. But I think one thing is like yeah. I think Kara said this before as well is to have very clear expectations. Uh, see, life in India is going to be very different than uh, what you're used to in uh, any like developed nation that you've lived in. Uh, so yeah, you'll have to set those expectations. And if you've lived in India before, you know exactly what it's going to be like. Uh, and it hasn't changed, uh, and probably is not going to change in the near future. So yeah, How depressing. So you need to wrap your head around wrap your head around that. Very realistic. I I agree. Yeah, you need to have those realistic expectations. Thanks for that realistic, candid advice. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just go back to what Nikhil said. I mean, you know where you're getting to. This is not an alien land for you. I mean, if you don't have expectations calibrated to where are offered in India, I mean, then you're definitely landing yourself in a hard spot because you're being unrealistic. And I mean, if you're being realistic, then you know what you're getting yourself into. And I mean, and if you're in for it, then you're gonna enjoy the ride. I would say that, like, if you are, I mean, it's interesting times in India also going on. At least because maybe I work for a startup, so for us the 
it's actually quite interesting in that mm. space and where i live in bangalore is like very close to the startup areas so for me i would suggest that if you are like inclined towards that versus because mostly when people are abroad what i've seen at least in our groups is like all of them are with corporates okay like uh, very few would i would say like the proper jo san francisco e culture like of the startup and all at least i don't know many people in that like at least from our college there aren't many so i mean and the thing is that i do feel that there is a dearth of i mean there is a big need in india for re- people who are highly skilled so in that regard also a you have good opportunities and on top of that you can make a lot of money because india is offering a lot of money also now so so it's a i mean in that regard i think it's a good opportunity and i think one of the biggest advantage is that you also would come or that. be categorized under being rich as opposed to when you'll be there most likely i mean you i mean anybody can understand that i think the difference and no but i don't understand what is your advice for people who are moving back the advice it's a great time it's a great time to move back so yeah it's a it's a good option to move back so they should, they should move back they, they, i mean it depends on you like as you said individually That's true. if you have astri yeah but sounds like sandy has a more optimistic view on this um Uh, that you know from a work perspective you're saying there's a lot of interesting things happening so yeah, one absolutely. shouldn't feel like you're limited in your opportunities or limited in your uh, and to be honest like i'll tell you like of the so many friends that i have i mean gently like i i have actually some of the friends who are not very happy with the whole situation like they they're like missing things so much and from a i'm not talking from a work perspective they're doing fantastic in terms from of from a work. lifestyle perspective uh, from a life perspective like they generally uh, so the thing is that in that regard i think they have greater support here because not just in i mean like his family oh, you mean you're stuff. missing life He's, when they're in the us when they're in the us oh, yeah oh okay got it or abroad yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, because for some reason like it's not their own country i think in that regard so i mean it does you don't know how how much like subconsciously it can hit you yeah so because mm-hmm. to make money is at the end of it like one aspect of it right after beyond a point you'd be able to afford most of the things so then what do you do and that's when the bigger questions i think come into picture yeah i think that's like a very all encompassing response for sure because life is more than just your work right it's uh, so much more that goes in like all of you mentioned i i heard some of you say just the chaos of india or familial relationships or just the predictability all of that so hope um, you know this conversation really help people understand from three points of view around why they move back and what are some uh, questions that that you know they faced and and how they tackled it Uh so that's super duper helpful thanks Nikhil Kara and Sandy for being super candid and also sharing everything that was on your mind uh this was a really fun fun experiment for Aarti and me because this is the first time we've had three guests one more thing i miss okay go for it sandy <laughs> do it <laughs> i have to give it to that pastrami sandwich oh, that i used to have in yeah. boston the guys yeah not that i ate it but from the from the drools of nikhil and sandy yeah shout out shout out to peter Pe- super beef in review yeah. <laughs> i'll make sure to bleep out the beef super good because yeah, this podcast nice. will release in india too yeah yeah it's crazy Yeah. And Arjuna just mentioned it right. three more times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> so that people so that people don't <laughs> who would not have like focused be, and now yeah, which could be heavily detrimental to a yeah, tam bam creator exactly. yeah, we need to uh, like possibly delete no yeah, yeah, we'll edit it out well <laughs> we'll edit it out in quotes okay but cool thank you kara sandy and nikhil uh, so happy to have you all we are almost at an hour which is probably the longest podcast but absolutely expected because there were five people on this podcast now but thanks for sharing your experiences um any last words anything else you want to say or we can all say that? it was fun thanks, thanks, thanks for having last, us arjuna last words is for anyone contemplating to move back to india i mean it's never should never be a difficult decision to make i mean as long as you understand what you're getting into oh. <laughs> Mr. Podcast Award goes to Mr. Podcast. Mr. Podcast. Thank you very much for summing it all up. Guys, it was so fun. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, as you can tell, Kunal is going to send us the meeting notes, and Nikhil and Sandy have been great, uh, you know, contributors to that. So all of you, thank you so much. Bye, and, guys. Uh, stay curious and keep listening. And peace out. Hey Daisies, if you enjoyed this episode, then please rate, review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever else you're listening to podcasts. And drop us a note on lifeofaglobaldesi@gmail.com or our social media to keep up this awesome dialogue. Oh, and don't forget to give us a 5-star rating. You're so cheap. Why are you asking them for 5-star <laughs> ratings? Well, I always ask for the rating I want, not the one I have. You know, like dress for the job you want, not the one you have. That's like the stupidest thing I've heard all day. Arthi, you're so judgmental. What? You need to stop being Listen, judgmental. I just think you can't be so demanding. That's all. You ask for what you want. Bah.